Hello, and welcome to Everyone's Better Than Me, but I'm Getting Better, the podcast with Cameron Lindsay. I'm Cameron Lindsay, a New York City comedian, and I'm pretty great at everything, um, but we can always be better. Uh, I can be better. You can be better. We can keep getting better again. That's the tagline of the show. Um, we'll add to that uh, later as well um, with the help of a special guest. Uh, if you're listening uh, now for the first time, which you probably aren't because uh, this is the second episode, it's sort of weird to tune in on the second episode and, and miss the first. But uh, if you are, happen to be, um, each episode I will have a special guest on who will help me get better at something, uh, a topic that they think that they can help me improve upon, and hopefully you can improve upon it too. Um, however, I don't like it when people think that they're better than me, um, so I have a little prank that I'm going to pull on our guest uh, about halfway through um, to really take him down a notch, you know, uh, bring him down to size. Um Speaking of our special guest, uh, why don't I go ahead and introduce him? Uh, our special guest today is Josiah Knight. Josiah, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, Josiah, before we get into uh, the topic at hand, um, I have a couple of questions that I was going to run by you uh, and uh, just get uh, some background information so that our audience can uh, better know you and our relationship as well. Um, so, uh, I guess let me just start off. Uh, how do we know each other? How did, how did we meet? Um, well, do you want the official story or the shady back alley story? I mean, I have both answers written down here. Um, so, uh, I know, uh, I know the answers. Um, I wrote down the answers to all the questions beforehand. Um, but, uh, you're welcome to share with the audience either one that you'd like. Oh, okay. Um, well, we know each other because I saw your penis on stage uh, in a play that you did in college. Perfect. Um, and uh, question number two, uh, have you ever been too mean to me? Mm, maybe not mean enough. Okay, yeah. That's what I have written down as well. Um, <laughs> perfect. Uh, and then lastly, uh, my final question for the audience to get to know both of us. Um, before the recording, uh, you and I both agreed on which of Jeff Goldblum's roles we think would uh, help us best if we hired him as a couples therapist. Um, I think it would just be appropriate if we shared that now that information that we agreed upon yes i i definitely am a fan of jeff goldblum and i i know all of his roles um and i can i can name them yeah yeah i mean it took it took us a long time to get through all of it i feel like uh when we were trying to decide narrow them down but we did get down to the one um, why don't why don't you say what you were thinking so that I can see if we were on the same page? Oh, you so when we agreed earlier, you were saying that it was you were maybe fibbing a bit. Well, I also wasn't really listening to you. Oh, okay. Well, and that's why it might be good. I mean, we aren't a couple, but it, perhaps it would be good to go to couples therapy for exactly these sorts of things. And I mm-hmm. think that Jeff Goldblum's role in the movie The Fly would be the one that would help us the most. Um, yep, of every Jeff Goldblum movie that I've ever seen, and I've seen them all, mm-hmm. that that is the one. That's yep. the one. Perfect. And now we'll move on to the audience questions. Um, we have uh, listeners from all around the world who were excited to ask you these questions. Um, so um, please uh, answer honestly uh, and uh, in ways that you think could help them uh, get better. Um, so uh, we've got this message from Tanya from Hot Sulphur Springs, Colorado. Josiah, uh, what do you think would should be our nation's next historical landmark? Hmm. Um, there is a really big hole in my parents' backyard. 
Um, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And sometimes there's a little puddle in it. Um, and I think that it's symbolic for where our nation is heading and it should be memorialized. Wow, that's really, uh, that's really says a lot, actually, I think, Josiah, that, yeah. that it's such a big hole that keeps getting bigger. But the puddle, it sounds like, is staying the same. The puddle, yeah, stays the same. It doesn't get any deeper or any more shallow. It's just a a thin veneer of the possibility of what could be or maybe what has been. Honestly, that sort of makes me want to cry. Uh, but hopefully it helped you, Tanya. Um, our next question comes from Gerner from Hartfeld, Germany. Um, Gerner asks, uh, Josiah, do you know an awful lot of people named Tony? And if so, which one of them is top Tony? Um, I actually only know two Tonys. One being, of course, the Tiger, last name the Tiger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tony the um, Tiger. And um, another that I went to college with. Um, I would have to say that the Tony that I went to college with is the top Tony because we did a play together once and during rehearsal, he shared his cookies with me. Wow. That sounds, that does sound like a top Tony and not something that Tony, uh, or the tiger comma Tony would have done. Um, Gerner, I hope that helped, uh, to know about Josiah's top Tonys before we move on. Um, Gene is, uh, Gene, Gene, the producer is waving me down. It looks like they have a question. Oh, I'm sorry. Gene is uh, saying that they actually just need to take a bathroom break. Um, mm. I guess go ahead, Gene. You weren't really doing much else earlier. Um, I don't think anyone would have noticed if you weren't here. Uh, uh, sorry about that. Um, so we'll move right ahead into uh, the topic that we're getting better at, which, as I understand it, Josiah, you're here to help me get better at Kingdom Hearts lore. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Well, I guess I jump in. I mean, what do I need to know? I'm I, I'm I've played Kingdom Hearts one and two, as well as Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, the Game Boy Advance uh, card based battling game. But that's all I've played. Um, I'm not sure I really know uh, a lot about the Kingdom Hearts lore. And I feel like there is a lot of room here for me to get better. Um, and I'm sure that has some kind of way of bettering my overall life as well. So. <clears throat> The first thing that I will say is that when it comes to the lore and the overarching story of Kingdom Hearts, it's not really something that you understand with your brain or with logic. Kingdom Hearts is something that you understand with your heart, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's one of the two words in the title of the series. Yeah, it is. Um, And if you are a king, a sovereign of a kingdom, you understand it that much more. Okay, so is that going to be a holdup for me, uh, understanding it sort of too... Possibly. Too... There are probably some Easter eggs that you you won't really get the inside joke on, but Mostly it'll be fine. for people who are reigning monarchs. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. But it'll be... You, you'll you get the layman's understanding. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would say my heart is open. Um, I always come into podcast recordings with an open heart. Um, so Good, good. Um, so let me ask what, what is your basic understanding of the Kingdom Hearts lore and world building? Okay. Um, well, uh, I know that we've got, uh, Sora and Riku and Kairi, uh-huh. right? Those are those three characters at the island. Um, there's, I think there's some crossover with Final Fantasy X, um, on this island as well. They find a door. 
that has a keyhole. They go uh-huh. through it. At some point, there's some traversing of uh, other worlds. Uh, the There are sort of um, bad guys, I guess, that are heartless. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I think Riku at some point becomes heartless. I, I know that there's Roxas at some point who might also be Sora. Uh, and then... Um, some bad guy, I think his name is, it's not Alphonse, but it's something like Alphonse. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Full Metal Alchemist. Alphonse Elric? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't, I, I am villain. now. Yeah. He's also the villain of Kingdom Hearts. Alphonse Elric, Elric is the villain of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I missed that, if that's if that's true. I, I, well, I, see, that's, that's one of those Easter eggs that you have to be a, a sovereign okay. to understand. I mean... I mean Full Metal Alchemist does have a sovereign as a character in in that fiction, um, so I, it's strange that you wouldn't choose that one. Um, anyway, mm. yeah, go ahead. Uh, so that that's I guess my baseline. Uh, so uh, there's also Disney characters. I guess I should have uh, yeah, mentioned that. Uh, all of that is basically the premise of the very first game, and I think that most people who are at least moderately fans of the lore of these games can agree that the first game was 100% a gimmick, a marketing gimmick uh, with the Disney and the Final Fantasy crossovers. And then the rest of the series is when the game really sort of jumped off on its own. Okay, so this is what it's going to get sort of... uh, I I feel like maybe we're coasting on my earlier knowledge uh, and that I haven't improved so far. So you're saying now is when we're sort of getting to the down and dirty of it. Yep. Now is when we really have to um, buckle in and let our hearts be our guiding light. Okay. Well, I think that's, it's maybe appropriate that the gotcha alarm is going off right now. Um, uh, Just so you might not know. I mean, I said it at the top of the episode, so hopefully you were listening then, but um, the gotcha alarm is uh, when uh, the, prank goes into effect um i think you're getting a little too high on your horse about uh being able to tell me about kingdom hearts lore um and so uh i've got a little twist here um uh so uh if you're so good at explaining kingdom hearts lore to me josiah i think you should be able to explain it to our special guest uh my grandmother elsie jean Lindsay. elsie welcome to the show hello thank you uh so josiah uh, this is my grandma um yeah, uh, I, I guess take it away. You were telling us about um, we got through the easy stuff of Kingdom Hearts lore, the marketing ploy. Um, if now we could uh, jump into the, um, I guess, the tough stuff. And if you could explain it both to me and to my grandma. Oh, sure. Um, it's nice to meet you, Elsie. Nice to meet you. Nice uh, to meet so you. So first, uh, first off, let me ask you, do you know what Kingdom Hearts is, the video game series? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I was just explaining to Cameron that the very first Kingdom Hearts game features a series of crossovers with the Disney universe and how it was more a marketing ploy than anything to get people interested in the series, but that the rest of the game series really creates its own universe and its own lore. So I'm going to be jumping back into the catalog of obscure Kingdom Hearts games, if that's okay with you. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. It's fine with me, Josiah, as well, just saying. Um, I, I know you weren't asking, but... Yeah, well, Elsie seems very charming, so I'll be talking to her now. Thank you. You're very welcome. 
So, the Kingdom Hearts lore really starts thousands of years before the initial PlayStation 2 game that came out in 2010. The mobile game Union X came out in 2017 as an app for Apple and Android phones, and it explores the very first Keyblade War. Now, when I say Keyblade, do you know what I mean? No, I don't, honey. <laughs> A Keyblade. I know what Keyblade is. Oh, well. I assumed that maybe you did, but... Grandma, it's sort of like a sword, um, but at the end of it is shaped like uh, like a large key that uh, like you would unlock like a latch or something. Uh-huh. Um, and, and they it... sort of have like other beam and magical powers. A keyblade a key is a, a magical key-shaped sword that helps benevolent swordsmen to vanquish darkness in the hearts of other people. Okay. <laughs> so the mobile game Union X takes place thousands of years before the PlayStation 2 game um, and explores the very first Keyblade wielders and how actually before Keyblade wielders even came to be there was a prophecy that detailed how the world would end okay so the author of this book of prophecies actually did not want to stop the end of the world. So he gathered together a group of Keyblade wielders and told them that they would be protectors of the world, while at the same time informing them that one of them would be a traitor. But in all actuality, none of the Keyblade wielders were ever meant to be the betrayer. He really just wanted to plant seeds of doubt within them, so that conflict would ensue and they would actually start the war that would end the world themselves. Okay. Now, is it important that she know anything about, uh, or that any of us know anything about who the, this person is that wrote the, um, that wrote this prophecy and, uh, how Mickey Mouse plays into this? Uh, well, Mickey Mouse doesn't appear until the very first game. Well, Mickey Mouse appears in Birth by Sleep 2, which is actually the fourth or fifth game in the canon. Um, but this person who created this book of prophecies, they don't really appear in the games. There are their underlying influences. They're called the Master of Masters. Okay, and, uh... So this isn't one of the many, uh, what are they, Axles? Is this one of these? Oh, no. Axel is um, a nobody. Um, but the Master of Masters actually influences and trains Master Xehanort, who does pull Axel into the scene to create Organization 13. Okay. Do you have any questions, Grandma? Does all of this make sense so far? Uh, I don't understand any of it. Okay. Um, so just, I, I don't know, it sounds like maybe, uh, is, is there anything that you maybe didn't cover well enough there that we should revisit? Um, maybe I should try not um, drinking when I play Kingdom Hearts. Um, I might be able to explain things a bit better then. Okay. Are you playing Kingdom Hearts right now, Uh I am, yeah, on a monitor off to the side. Oh, okay. And drinking. No, right, I understand. I mean, it is two in the afternoon, but maybe maybe let's skip ahead to something that might be a little bit more accessible. Um, maybe just a single Kingdom Hearts game, if you could explain the lore of that to um, 
to a Talzy. Okay. Um, do you like music, Elsie? Yes. There's a new Kingdom Hearts game called Kingdom of Melody that is a rhythm game where you just play the music from the entire series and try to follow the beat. Does that really count as lore, Josiah? Mm, well, you do unlock some cutscenes. Well, Josiah, we're getting close to uh, our time here with Elsie, so, um, you know, we've got about two minutes left for you to help us both get better at Kingdom Hearts lore. Um, is there anything that you want to say, anything that would be important for us to understand with our hearts? Um, that your friends are your power, um, and that light always overcomes darkness. Um, and this was a very dark experience for me. Um, so I will be using my own Keyblade to open my heart to fill myself with light again. Well, great. Um, uh, Grandma, is there anything that you want to add or any, any questions that you have before we head out? I have really enjoyed listening. But I don't know. I don't know anything about what you're, what you are talking about. So you don't think you've gotten better at this at all? I don't really know. Because because the idea is that in each episode we're supposed to get better at something, and so ideally Josiah would have helped us get better at this. Um, but, it, but it's possible that he didn't. Maybe he failed. I guess is what I'm saying. Do you feel like you got better at this at all? I don't really know what it's all about. Could it be because I'm 78 years old? That's a great question. I uh, I'll defer to the expert, Josiah. Could it be because she's seventy eight years old? No, I don't think so. I think that it's a it's a pretty universal human story, a battle between the light and dark inside of everyone. So it's probably just your fault, then, Josiah. Mm, probably, um, and the three bottles of wine that I just had. Well, Grandma, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I will call you back. Uh, well, right it's door. nice to meet you. It was nice to meet you as well. At All least right. you get to hear Cameron's voice again. Yeah, that's always a plus. Um, and hopefully a plus for our listeners as well. All right, love you. Bye. Love you. Uh, wonderful. Well, uh, that j- just about wraps up our time here today. Um, uh, Josiah, before we uh, close out, um, I was going to ask, uh, do you feel like I got better at this? Um, I think you definitely, um, fertilized the darkness in your heart. Um, so I think that you are probably way more in line with the mythos and idea and themes of Kingdom Heart. Okay, great. And do you think, do you feel like this made me a better as a person or that I guess maybe our listeners are better for it? Um, our listeners are probably better, um, because they see what true villainy is yeah i uh i I really feel like i um opened the darkness within frankly um and this episode sort of became a hollow bastion Hmm. um uh could this have gone any better do you think possibly um maybe if you invited a a kingdom hearts developer that could have been that could have been fun yeah i don't know any of those um, okay, uh, lastly, Josiah, we have a tagline that we like to say here at the end of every episode. Uh, keep getting better again. Um, uh, this was, again, was added by our, by our last guest. Um, guest we, we ask every guest to make our tagline better. So uh, do you have anything that you'd like to add to our tagline? Um, keep getting better again to make it better. Um, keep getting better again. Um, any keyhole 
is a goal. Wonderful. We'll close out the show with that. But before we do, Josiah, uh, where can the audience uh, see you, hear you, touch you, feel you, smell you? Um, the audience can find me on Twitter at Josiah O. Knight, or the audience can find me on my professional voice acting website, josiahknightvo.com. Perfect. And they definitely should, uh, especially if you are a uh, French product marketer. Um, Josiah does great uh, English translations of uh, French products. I do. Um, well, thank you so much, Josiah. I really appreciate you being on the show. I'd like to also uh, thank my grandmother, Elsie Dean Lindsay. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, our music was uh, composed and recorded by Caleb Ritchie. And uh, as we say at the end of every episode, keep getting better again. Any keyhole. It's a goal. See you next time.